Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc. Like Christmas-type uh, shopping? Christmas-type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon. Lists with things stuff. on them? Daniel, just... <laughs> Pipe down for one second. <laughs> Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. And Daniel's dun, stuff? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved, oh, yeah. and he oh, put yeah. together a special Christmas spectacular gift guide for you. You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally of some things. Lots of things. And well, a whole big stuff. caption explaining if his you process. you know someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it. And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts that helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said, between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, it's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. He's an IT professional by day and lord of the pan flute by night. It's hashtag Al. And she's a comedian and founder of the hot new workout trend. Getting chased back into the house by a bee is Jenna Kim Jones. Chef Jeff is here to guess Wordle in zero tries. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the wavy pants again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little bagel chips. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Rochelle Kinshi. And yes, I am on Patreon. There's all sorts Patreon. of fun rewards and features. You can get uh, episodes of my Patreon podcast, which is called The Friend Zone. I just put one up yesterday with Tony Thaxton uh, zooming from his sister's basement in Michigan. And we answered all sorts of questions. 
questions, including one that said, come on, you're among friends. Tell us which musicians are secretly awesome and which are secretly awful. And he answered and named names. Um, of course, it's Tony. So it's more, you know, more who's secretly awesome. But he did. He did. Uh, you know, there's some dirt there. So anyway, uh, there's that. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. We do Zoom parties. You can submit carbohydrates. You can submit questions. Um, there's other stuff too. And if you sign up for a year, you get two months free. So it's 12 months for the price of 10. What a steal. Okay. Uh, I'm very excited to be staring into the faces of my guests today because I have been feeling a little blue, a little gloomy, a little what's the point of it all, a little um, what do I, I mean, and by the way, I recognize everything's like in my, in my life, everything's fine. People, there are people who have real problems. I don't have real problems, but a little bit like what, what do I have to look forward to? What every day, a day after tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. What? Shakespeare got that from me, you guys. Anyway, but now that I'm connected with these people on this show, I already feel better. So I would like to say hello and welcome to the show, Jenna Kim Jones. Hello. Hello. So good to see you. It's great to see you. I too am feeling some of those, I don't know, whatever it is. So we're going to get through this together, Allison. That's right. Sometimes that's all you need when you're feeling in a funk is just to be able to to have to connect with someone else who's similarly funked. Exactly. So we'll get into that. Alan Moss. Hello. Hello. It's good to be here. It's good to see you. Thank you. Have you added a monitor since last time, or are you still hanging tough no. with your like eight monitors? No, I still ha- I have enough monitors, but I did add like a special camera, so now it looks like I look in the camera, but I can still see your face. It's very magic. How'd you do it? Yeah, it's uh, it's this thing called PlexiCam. What? So yeah, it holds the it holds the camera right in like in the middle of the monitor for me, and I can see you guys in the background, but I still get to look like I'm. Like I'm presenting on TV or something. That's very, great because I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to go on television. Um, <laughs> you know, in fact, I think that I should signal to the universe that I, I go on television. I haven't there in many go. years, but I go on television. Uh, but anyway, yeah, doing like a thing where you're remote, I always wanted to look into the camera, but I also wanted to be able to look at what's going on. But I don't want to be looking. I don't want the problem that Al has just fixed right here. So anyway. Yeah. So it's a wild world we live in. Lexi Cam. I got to look that up. Jeff Fox. Hello. Welcome. Um, I love that your shirt matches your background. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Is I was wondering if it was like cutting my body out to match my background. No, it's not the like Cheshire cat situation. Although before when you stepped away, your mic was just floating there. But no, we can see it like definitely you have a body. It's yeah. just a beautiful shade of taupe. Your sweater is not your body. Thank you. Your body might also be. But your sweater, which just seems to sort of go with your background. I like it. If you like it, then it was totally intentional. <laughs> Yeah, no worries, exclamation point, but there are worries. Okay, well, let's just start right there. And already we have so much to get to. Oh, I should I should acknowledge the lack of a certain husband. Um, our uh, babysitter was not able to make it today, although we thought she was going to make it this afternoon, but then she wasn't able to. So at the last minute, 
Yeah. So we do not have a Daniel, but we do have enough drops that really, you know, a virtual Daniel might participate more than real Daniel. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Allison, you sound like somebody who's trying to establish an alibi. Am I wrong? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be three days or two and a half days before this episode comes out. It's a lot of time to dig a shallow grave in Simi Valley. (laughs) No, Daniel had to run an errand that was like two and a half hours away and then he it, it was the weirdest thing he said that he wanted to spend, he, he had a, he turned his phone he was yeah his battery was dying didn't have a cord and then he said he's just gonna spend the night out there okay which was weird to me <laughs> but he said he and then you know what else he said he said don't try to find me uh. yes don't don't call don't look for me i'm good <laughs> don't text me or anything yeah, yeah. i just want to go off the grid for a little while this is not normal yeah. That's what he said it's not normal, and he, so he has to go. He has to leave for a little while. <sighs> I don't know. Do you guys think I should call no, the authorities? Sounds, Al does that all the time. <laughs> don't worry about That's it. That's normal, all right? Yeah, it's fine. Okay, so we have a lot to get into, but let's just start with something that has been plaguing me, and I think it's also been plaguing Jeff a little bit since the last show, because Jeff and I have talked about this. Um, I brought up, look, it's 2022. Is it time that I use fewer exclamation points in my emails? And I read a quick email on the show, which was like, hi, exclamation point. Just wondering if you might be available to do the Patreon episode tomorrow, question mark. No worries. This is last minute, so no worries. If not, exclamation point. And before I even had a chance to get to my question of should I do fewer exclamation points, Jackie Johnson's like, oh, yeah, everyone sees through that. You can't. And she was like, you need to get rid of no worries. Every, everyone agreed. Even people who weren't on the show agreed. I need to get rid of no worries. So since that episode where everyone and I don't the implication of everyone seeing through it is what are they seeing? Something I don't want people to see, I guess. So since then, I've definitely been using less exclamation points. And so is Jeff. And we both feel like our communication is coming off pretty unfriendly. So, I'm just wondering. Wait, yeah. So, the exclamation point is what people are seeing through? Yeah. I th- Like, I do it to come off, like, real friendly, smiley, like, hey, yeah. everything's all cool. And I, yeah. think, and I think she's saying, yeah, people see, see that, like, that is an attempt to come off that way. They see through oh. that. And see, that, I, always, yeah. I always go too heavy. Then I reread and then I pick the sentences I feel like don't really require the exclamation point. And then what do and you then do? And then the though? ones that I feel like I really want you to know that I I'm serious I'm about this. Yeah. Like I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited about this exclamation point. So I, I find that I always have too many in the beginning and then I try and dial it back and really use them purposefully. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> You know, that's I do that, too. I yeah. mean, not not that much, but I also I'm like, OK, there's you know four sentences in this email. They can't right. all four have exclamation points. So right. do I hope you're well or do I look forward to hearing back? <laughs> you know, that's oh, or has it, it's been too long. You know, right. Right. Which sentence is the most excited, you know? <laughs> but then when I email my buddies, I'm like, the more exclamation points, the merrier. Yeah, sometimes they got to go in a cluster. I think what Jackie was saying is you are allowed to ask someone if they can come on your podcast, 
even if it's last minute, they know, like they know, you know, you don't have to soften it with your exclamation points. Mm. I don't know. But anyway, okay. I was thinking about it. I feel like I've gone the wrong way because now in my communication with friends and stuff, I'm dialing back. So I just come off as like, meh. That's it's how it like feels. When, it's like when my mom, once in a while, she'll email or she'll text me and she'll just say, call me, period. Oh, God. And like 15 year old Jenna, like comes back to life immediately. And he's like, I'm in so much trouble. She yeah. asked me to call her, period. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, and if she had just added an exclamation point, I'd be like, yeah, I'll call you. But when it's like the serious call, right. me, period, I think. Am Someone's I in dead. trouble? What or, did I do? Yeah, or someone died. Or someone died. Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, I find when someone just writes okay to a text, Ooh, yes, that very, comes off a little cool. bit like... But really, if you think about it in their voice, they're just going like, okay. It's really like, I heard that. But it does sometimes come off as like, fine. I would prefer you to like my text than yeah. send me okay. Yes, that is how you let someone know that message received. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. acknowledged. Here's an issue that I run into that I think Al might be able to comment on is when I will email a client or something with, I don't know, whatever. I've gotten feedback that when I don't send the email all exclamation points Mm -hmm. that people think I'm mad and I'm being terse. Yeah. You know, yeah. when I when I just try and like I have something complicated to say, maybe technical related, and I'm just trying to Mr. Spock it because it's complicated and I'm trying to make it make as much sense as possible. Oh, I'm trying oh, to gotcha. get the point across. And people are like, Oh, I'm sorry, are you mad? It's like, no, I'm just I'm just explaining, you know. And so then I feel pressure to put exclamation points all over everything. Yeah. <sighs> I think so I I have a lot of feelings about email, but what I always push people to do is tell tell them what the email is about right at the top. So you have your subject for sure, but then before any greetings or anything, I tell you it's either inform, action, ask, and then I say like, and that's my blunt request. Please be on my show next month. And then it's like, Hey girl, what's up? Anyway, I was because then you can like go all around and then be like, anyway, ask, will you be on my show next month? Like that way, I know what it is, and then I can skip the paragraph of fluff and answer the question. Nice. I like it. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to envision like actually <laughs> how this would look. Would it be like? It's beautiful. Well, no, I yeah, no, I'm. Yeah. I'm I'm sure it's like a, a Monet, but I'm just you, saying specifically. You bold, imp- bold that top line. Oh, my God. Like an objective on a resume, which according to TikTok, Absolutely. no one should ever use anymore. Yes. Yes. Okay, so at the top in bold, it would say what? Will you come Alice. on my show? Yeah. Allison wants to know. Exactly. And it's like very brisk, right? Ask. Please come on my show May 15th or next month. Or- oh, so it's like ask colon. Yeah. I want you. Exactly. Ask colon. I'd like you to be a guest on my show. You name the date. And that way, like when they're scanning through on their phone, no one reads the full email yeah. ever. And so right. if you bury the ask somewhere in a paragraph or you put it way down at the bottom, you risk them going like, she emailed me, but uh, yeah, I'll get to it later. It's like three paragraphs. By the way, I feel like that is Daniel's MO. <laughs> Emma, every time I talk to him, 
I need to like bullet point my asks right at the top because if I give them a paragraph and the, and somewhere in there is an ask, it's not getting heard. You know, you're not going like to get a it. douche. I love him. That's my alibi <laughs> for this show. Uh, bring the positive I'm... attitude. <laughs> I will say, though, that once in a while, Al will help me write an email for something I need to do. And I'll be like, Al, you write it in your like cool professional. This is how I should say it without sounding weak email mm. and then i'll take it and i'll still soften it because i'm like this email sounds like i'm mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i get that so um although and i'm going to be very vague here one time i did write an email and daniel softened it for me oh maybe on patreon i'll tell that story <laughs> yeah uh okay so anyway okay so at the top ask in bold Will you come mm-hmm. on my show this date? And then, hey, girl? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And then they know, like, hey, anyway, I was walking my dog today, and I was thinking about you, and I thought maybe you'd want to... And then you can do the whole frilly story. Oh, but, are like, you reading my emails? That's exactly what I say. <laughs> and that hey, way girl, they know... Hey, girl, I was walking Wendy. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just... Uh, so, and then that's that's all you have to do. And, then, and that way they know. But do I put another thing in there or is it just like, is there another level of bolding happening at the end? Or? I I will bold when I bring the ask. So I do like the paragraph of I'm explaining to you what I need or what I'm going to do. And then when I say like, so that brings me to ask, will you be on my show? Mm. TTYL. And then you're out. So interesting. It. It, it's double, right? So if they skip yeah. to the bottom, they catch it. If they're scrolling on their phone, they're only going to catch the first tweet of your right. email. Right. Boom. Well, Shouldn't yes, there be a cl- like an elementary school level class now where kids are taught email etiquette yes. and texting yes. etiquette and yes. Slack etiquette? Like, when is something an email? When is it a text? When is it yes. a Slack? And, you know, because I'm aging myself, but when I was in elementary school, they taught us all kinds of weird stuff like, you know, you like how to write envelopes you know how to yeah, address an envelope the address at the top four yes. spaces. And, yeah. and you weren't so and so two spaces right and you weren't supposed to this was a real thing you were you were only supposed to address envelopes in black ink you weren't supposed to do it in blue or red or green that was considered rude or disrespectful i didn't know that and i don't I think... know i don't think this is i don't think that's any weirder than what we're talking about here but i, I, I think don't it should think be that they've established that like they they need to establish a new curriculum because people treat their devices differently now. Right. Right. Like you used to yeah, send I don't memos think it's that it was standardized. An yeah, exactly. And you don't realize that people are probably reading your email on their phone and scrolling quick. They're getting through well, six or eight emails. So that's uh something we were talking about right before the show started. I just received an email from um a school with information that I know I need to, I don't know why I said a, like a random school. Maybe it's the one my children attend. Maybe not. Maybe they attend school. Maybe, maybe I don't even have kids. You don't They're know anything. They're going to pers- a school. That's all that matters. <laughs> they might be attending a vocational college. Um, but, but anyway, uh, and it's just on my phone. It was just like scrolling and I had to scroll and scroll and scroll. And I, and I was just saying like, my brain is so mushy right now. I cannot read this email. And then Al was saying they should just put the bullets at the top. And then yeah. I was like, we got to talk about this. And then we are. Do it too. Uh, they're, they do. Yeah. They'll say like, it's a five minute read. 
And then they'll give you like, here's the three or four bullets. And then you read the actual article. Emails are the same way. Yes. Um, taught me that. I didn't know that. Al recently did that one for me. Mm-hmm. I kind <laughs> of hate how much uh, when an article has a numbered list, I hate how much I actually do prefer that. And yeah. it is like well known in the print world that that's like a, like I remember there was, what movie was it? It was a parody and it was like, um, you know, 10 best numbers between one and 10 or something like that. It's like a total <laughs> trick, you know? And yet I would much rather have it broken up that way. Mm-hmm. I'm just such, I'm so basic, you guys. Okay, let's do a yes, please, or oh, please. And again, I'm not looking for diplomacy. You're not, you're not here to, like everyone's favorite reality shows, you're not here to make friends. I want your hot takes, and if you get canceled, so be it. You're just too spicy for this world. <laughs> All right. Yes, please, give some of that. Oh, oh, please, that's much crap. Grapes with seeds you may have seen i had a tweet that went viral over the weekend and it did not go viral at all but a lot of people wrote me back so to (laughs) me that's that's viral and i said and this is going to tip my mitt that phrase that it was with you guys that i use that and everyone's like what does that mean right Mm -hmm. yeah it's a real phrase it's a real phrase god damn it but even I think it's been so long that, that I've since I've said it that tip my hand is what wanted to come out. But tip your mitt really exists. Anyway, um, yes, this is going to reveal what side of it I'm on. But I said, who are grapes with seeds for? Amen. <laughs> I just Thank like you. I don't Thanks, I cannot I cannot feel this one enough for you. Thank you. Yeah. You go first then. You want like people who want to work harder in life? I don't understand it. I give it, I'll go. I give it a humongous, oh, please. Yeah. To the point where if I want grapes, and it's Owen who wants grapes usually, but I'm, um, I'm his, uh, grape gatekeeper. Uh, and they only have, grape keeper? Yes. And they only have (laughs) seeds. I will say, no, thank you. Oh, exclamation police. point oh police yeah i don't understand it um and you know a lot of people wrote back like it's there for for future grapes but no even seedless grapes have i think they have little tiny seeds they That's do not the end of the but line you yeah. but you don't have to like crunch them and be weird right. feel weird about it yeah, yeah. so okay jenna I- you sound like you're an oh police as well well, I just, for me, I go like, we got rid of them in watermelons. Why do we need them in grapes? Yeah. You know, like, what are we hanging on point? to? Exactly. But exactly. at least in a watermelon, you're not surprised when you get to one. But a grape, a grape when you hit the seed in it, every time it's like, just yeah. runs through your head. Because you can't yeah. avoid it. With a watermelon, you can kind of eat around because it's big. But grapes are, it's a scale issue. Right. I feel like Al's like doing grape research right now. Like, I like, am. He's beautiful I'm, minding this for us because he's like, I will find the reason. I don't There's think a mathematical reason that they're important to us. No, I, I was just, I don't think I've, this says a lot about me. I don't think I've eaten a grape with a seed. <laughs> they're usually the big ones, right? It's usually like a globe, like a globe grape. <laughs> I, I think it's usually like you're, Somewhere where there's a plate of cheese and grapes, Definitely. and then you take a few grapes, and you're like, "Oh crap!" Ah, these, like are the hoity, hoity. these are the hoity-toity seed grapes. 
a full is it a pit. Big pit. Like is it a pit like an avocado? In there? No, no, no. <laughs> not like eating a. Uh, it. Like an. It, olive? You know what it's like? It's like grape nut cereal. Which, by the way, <laughs> you know, it's nobody likes grapes. grape nuts. And now you're going to name a whole cereal after it, but it's actually apt because it's a super terrible cereal. It's, it's like well, we're going to make a cereal that we yeah. know is terrible, and if somebody at marketing said, "Ah, you know, what? people are going to be mad if we call this like Tasty Chunks." <laughs> it tastes like garbage. It tastes right. like crunchy garbage. So let's just call it Grape Nuts, and then this just is, nobody will buy it. I feel strongly. One of the platforms of me as a public personality is that Grape Nuts are terrible. The other ones are that architects are kind of evil. But um, uh, uh Al, they are like. How can I describe? Oh, I'm looking. They're at like them half the size of an orange. They're seed. little. Yeah, it's but like even like a like a sunflower seed, like the inside of a sunflower seed. Except yeah. that. That kind tastes kind of good. Though. Grape. There's nothing redeeming about grape seeds. Yeah, you can't mm. like chew on it comfortably, and <laughs> <That's so true. laughs> they, they're, they're no good. And um, but I just googled it as well, and there is grape seed oil. Yes, mm. I didn't realize that came from you? grape seeds. So maybe it's just for the oil. But then fine, I have a grape with seeds farm where you get your grape seed oil. Don't yeah. put them in stores. No one wants them. It's all bad. Really, any fruit like that, it's just, it slows you down. It's not what you want. Where, do you, where do you buy grapes with seeds in them? Because I feel like I bought uh, an extra amount Walmart. of grapes for this household. Really, just everywhere? Okay, well, I don't know. I just buy whatever grapes from <laughs> so, their seedless. No, but you've always bought the right grapes, honey. You know what you're doing, okay? Right. They're the big ones, right? The big grapes have the seeds. Yeah. Those big round ones, right? I or never like backyard realized. grapes a lot of times will happen. Well, sure. Or backyard yeah, grapes. I haven't that, had a lot of backyard grapes. In my life. <laughs> I don't know. My grandparents <laughs> had any. grapes, and they didn't have seeds. They were so delicious. What color? Uh, green. My grandpa was a fruit farmer forever, though, so everything he grew was, like, amazing. So, but, but the big giant grapes, they're trouble. And sometimes <laughs> you can think you're getting just table grape. They're, like, the difference is, like, a table grape and then maybe, like, a, gr- a globe or what do they call it? Something like that. Like, a, Is it, like, table you, grape thing. versus wine grape oh, yeah. versus backyard grape? Red globe seeded grapes. From there you Walmart. go. Red globe. I was right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but I think green grapes can also have seeds. Like, yeah. So wait a minute. How did we listen to the fruit song six million times and it never came? And by the way, we're going to need to hear it today. And it never came up that your grandfather was a fruit farmer? I guess not. Yeah. My it's grandfather, my mom's dad, he was a fruit farmer. What, what kind of fruits? Apples, strawberries, raspberries. I mean, the, all the fruits, basically. So good. So good. It is to hear classic. That. 
Yeah. Wow. So did he have like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of land and um Yeah. So they had like tons of land out in Utah and he would grow the fruit, they would pick it, pack it, and he would transport it. He would like drive all night to wherever and take it to wherever it needed to go. It was like a pretty stressful time of their lives. He didn't do it his entire career. It was more of his earlier career. And then later he did a different job. But it was my mom, like her whole childhood is like on the farm. What was his next job? Do we we have a song that relates? (laughs) (laughs) He became uh, like a manager of a cafeteria. So like uh, uh, was just in charge of manager. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cafe chat. <laughs> now, is this guy or was guy? Guy your- was his dad. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I never knew this. Yeah, fruit farm. I know it runs. It runs in the blood. You know, it's like that's how. That's how I know so much about globe grapes. Okay, and table grapes. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know my fruit. Oh, yeah. Like you majored in great. Jeff, are you also feeling like how did she never bring this up? Um, <laughs> I feel like it, maybe it's less strong for you. Yeah. You're not overwhelmed with this feeling like I am. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blown away by that. All right. Sorry. It's really? It's oh. all right. It's I think, cool. I think we're going to call that just you. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have. I should do a segment like that. Um, you guys, I think that Daniel might have a hernia, uh, or something worse. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I <laughs> he's managed. He's able to keep his his spirits up. Um, okay, so like I was douche. sitting on the couch with Elliot, and Daniel was going to take a quick shower. <clears throat> Excuse me, and he said, "Honey," and I said, "Yes," and he said, "Could you come here?" And I Uh-oh. thought, there's two ways this is going to go. One, I'm in trouble somehow. And it is somehow related to like the condition I've left the bathroom. And this I, is it, just like Jenna getting the text from her mom. Yes. <laughs> okay. Totally. Period. But I was already Mommy, defensive. Period. I was already like, look, I, two children passed out of my vagina so if somehow i've left evidence that i have my period right now on around the toilet then this is why you should be using a separate bathroom i'm tired of us fighting over the salon i was already there but then, <laughs> but then i got into the bathroom and he's like look and he held up his shirt and there's a bulge right above his belly button this it's is like, not normal it's like quarter sized, but it's hot. And, and so I touched it and it's hard. And I said, does it hurt? And he's like, well, it's like, like a little tender, but not really hurting. But it's you can't really like push it back in, though. But it's I don't know. I guess I've never been around hernias. I always imagine them to be like soft, but it's kind of yeah. hard. I thought um, the, hernia, the hernia you can push back in, I thought. I mean, <laughs> It, the beginning of a hernia. It's movable, but it's not like you can totally push it away. My, I think there's different kinds, though. Okay. There's, there's one that's around your belly button, and then there's one that's lower in your groin. Yes. I think inguinal is groin. It's umbilical. Umbilical is belly button, and there's epigastric. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Which is a little bit above that. My uh, helpful non-doctor advice was you should probably hold it when you do anything where you're straining 
dropping a deuce. Um, <laughs> but then also I said to him, I think you probably shouldn't exercise. And he's like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do like sit ups or anything. And I said, well, what are you going to do? And he wants to continue jogging. And I said, I don't think you should do that right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, You would, I Jenna? Know. See, I'm terrible. I'd be like, it hurts so bad, but I'm going to go on the three-mile walk anyway. Well, so a I'm walk is fine. Of I person. Think. Daniel and I have similar personality types, so I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, probably go for it. I don't know. So well, don't, don't listen to me is because what I say. Because from my uh, reading on the internet, it's not an emergency or anything unless it becomes strangulated, um, which I don't exactly know what that is. But I'm like, let's not make it worse. Let's at least get a doctor to sign off on it. Yeah, you probably yeah. should. And also, yeah. like, what if it's not a hernia? What what it, what could it be that it's something worse? Because he was like, could it be a tumor? I'm like, I don't. Again, no one take medical advice from us. But I'm like, I don't think that it would just appear overnight like that. Suddenly, <laughs> it's probably a hernia. Yeah, it's probably a hernia. Why not? Because he's, he's been jogging. He's picked up jogging again. So I feel he's he just be he banged his hernia right on out of his body. Yeah, so I don't like, know what is happening. Yeah. I really, I hate to be the voice of reason because I typically am terrible with things like this. Like, oh, just tape an aspirin to it; it'll be fine. But. <laughs> He should see a doctor. Yes, he's gonna he's gonna call one <laughs> before tomorrow. you do anything. I wouldn't do any exercise. Yeah, That's what not. I think. Yeah, but I'm looking for excuses not to do exercise. So. Um. Yes, I think that he fi- he fights against like the, he's got a lot of inertia with, where exercise is concerned, but he's really gotten into a rhythm lately. So much so that it's caused a hernia. I believe. Um. Not that it's his fault. But anyway, uh, that was it aside. Um, but I so I think that he's like, I can't let anything slow me down. But I feel like this is a thing he needs to let slow him down. Yeah, this is worth slowing down for. When a hernia, yeah. like what happens? Oh, I guess you said sh- sh- some sort of strangulation. strangulation. <laughs> yeah. And where like it, it doesn't get the blood it needs or I, so some, could, something that can happen that is sort of an emergency. Yeah, I mean, okay. Web, WebMD says uh, lots of things. Uh, bowel blockage. Oh, there's all sorts of things. So yeah, it, you'd. I mean, it just depends on how. I just can't. I don't think that would happen from. Again, up your butt. no, no qualification <laughs> to say this. Anal? But I, yeah, um, I saw. I did an image search, which is always a risk when it's a medical <laughs> thing. <laughs> but some of the the hernias that I saw were like really big, and I think maybe you could get a blockage with that. But with this one, sure. I mean. I don't know. It's like it's it is very small still. So no one here has had hernias, is that right? No, no. I, but I am terrified of it. I've had two mm. hernias. You have? What? Yeah. Uh, I had two her- I had two hernias before I was like in the second grade. Oh. Did you have a belly button one? Cuz that's like a common No, one they were the, whatever the lower ones are. I mean just mm. growing up on a kind of trashy country farm, I think, you know. <laughs> doing obscene amounts of manual labor at a young age and i think that's how it happened yeah were there was there grape farming involved because if it turns out you also grew up on a fruit farm i'm gonna wonder what's going on we grew up on a horse shit farm but (laughs) 
we we were very bountiful with that product. <laughs> I think we had hey. grapes up for a little while, but they're just like wild grapes. I don't think we put any work into them. Mm. So, did you have surgery to fix them? Yeah, on both of them. Um, and then never again. Yeah, never again because you w- once you have that surgery, it's actually you. I think you can't cannot get them again just because the muscle there that is weak that kind of tears open it's it's untear openable again because they put like a mesh in there right yeah i don't know if they had mesh invented back when i had mine it was so long ago but uh they put something in there yeah but yeah Uh, they said i couldn't get it again do you remember and i'm gonna guess you don't but do you happen to remember when you still had the hernias did they feel soft or hard mine it was it it was um so like if you picture the groin area above your thigh um it it was like it was like somebody had but without slicing through the skin had kind of like split open the muscle and so there was just this like boot, this, this little bulge thing that came out and you could push it back in and it was pretty soft i think yeah it's the hardness of this that's confusing to me Maybe it's I mean, gas. It, Maybe I was pushing on a fart. <laughs> Just floating around in there. <laughs> what if I pushed it? What if it's like pull my finger? What oh, if I pushed it? What an it? amazing trick. I know. Like the coolest guy ever. <laughs> there was a there was a girl in my kindergarten class that had a crazy voice. And she told us that she had a hernia from uh, laying on her stomach on the swings. Like when you do the Superman. Uh-huh. And so from then on, I've never wanted to do that. <laughs> and I was always afraid that hernia would change my voice. And did she was she saying that the hernia caused her voice to be yeah. weird? Yeah. What was it like? It was just like a really high, weird kid voice. Like not like... Like uh, she sounded like a cartoon or something or yeah. like a rug rat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like she lost her vocal cords. It was just like a weird... She had like a really high, weird voice. For like a little kid. Kind of like that. I'm a kid. Exactly. I don't know. I'm a kid. I don't mean to be a cynical a cynical naysayer. But I feel like her story might not be. Doesn't jive. WebMD says nothing about swings. The five year old's swing story of changed her voice with a hernia. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't, yeah, doesn't stand the test. Based on the whoppers that our four year old will tell about her health and wellness, yeah, I don't think you can trust a five year old. Listen, oh, I was a believing what, kid. What I did she say? People. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Al was Al even back then. Yeah. He's Trusting a su- Al. sweet soul. I would have been like, that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> Get a new story, lady. Um, What kind of whoppers does your four year old tell? Oh, everything. Like, you know, my stomach hurts and because you didn't give me enough water. And if I don't get enough water, then I will, you know, not know how to read when I go to kindergarten next. I mean, she like it's like one thing after another and she will just stack on every. Oh, that's I mean, buy your own scones. Leave me alone. I don't even remember that. Me neither. Was someone trying to either. shake you down for scones? Scones. <laughs> I don't remember. <sighs> um, listen, you guys, I need to tell you about my hair, specifically about the products I'm using. Uh, 
I've been feeling self-conscious and really wanted to do something about it. So I started looking around and I found Vegemore and I love them. Uh, my hair does look extra shiny and lush today. Uh, I used the uh, Vegemore shampoo, conditioner, and serum. And some people I know say serum, and I, that sounds wrong to me. I think it's serum, but, you know, however you want to say it, fine. Vegemore is a transformative, 100% vegan, uh, and it takes a clean, holistic approach to hair health that leverages smart botanicals, clinically proven to promote visibly thicker, fuller, longer-looking hair. Vegemore's Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner Kit and Grow Serum, that's what I used, work together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots. It's easy to use. You just massage the shampoo into your scalp for 60 seconds and then follow up the conditioner for prime results. Follow up your wash routine with a daily dropper full of the serum. Apply to your scalp, rub it in, and done. It's just that fast, just that easy. And it's color safe um, and it lathers really well because that is a concern I sometimes have with shampoo that you know that's like good for your hair is that it won't lather up. But this lathers well and it smells like sweet citrus. I cannot get enough of my hair. Uh, I'm going to stop touching it and I'm going to finish finish telling you guys about Vegemore. Uh, so all Vegemore products are 100% vegan and cruelty-free and never contain parabens or hormones. I've been using Vegemore and already love it. You will too. Start your journey to longer, fuller-looking hair. Go to Vegemore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash BFF and use code BFF to save 20% on your first order. That's Vegemore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash BFF, code BFF to save 20% at Vegemore. Vegemore.com slash BFF. And I also want to tell you guys about Just Egg. They are a plant-based uh, egg product. And Jenna, do you know them? Mm-hmm. So good, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I like it better than eggs. Um or better than chicken eggs. Uh, it's cholesterol-free, plant-based egg that will give you the most decadent quiches of your life, the fluffiest scrambles, and the easiest egg sandwiches of all time. Has about the same protein as a chicken egg and less saturated fat. Plus, just egg is packed with cholesterol-lowering, polyunsaturated fat. Chicken eggs wish they were this healthy. Uh, so yeah, it's like scrambles right up, just like a chicken egg. Uh, and it has a really delicious, savory flavor. And Daniel said it has it to him. It has a lot of umami in it. So, if you're looking for umami, the Just Egg is for you. Happy New Year, everyone! May it be filled with Just Egg, Just Egg, really good eggs. Okay, and we're back. Um, uh, and then I have a question for everyone here: Have any of you ever had bunk beds? Fallen out of a bunk bed? Have bunk beds for your kids, etc. Um, Elliot is still in his toddler bed. Owen is still in his crib. I think that they would enjoy sleeping in the same room. Um, a friend of mine just got this very popular right now, but really like nice bunk bed that has little stairs up the side, uh, instead of a ladder. And I think that the top bunk is only like four feet high. So to me, I don't know if it's because the last time I was around bunk beds, I was a child, in the same way that I feel like maybe if I were around a horse now, it wouldn't seem impossibly high because I've only ever been around horses as a kid. But um, or maybe this bunk bed is like kid size. But anyway, I kind of want to get this for my kids. But I don't. But I, I still am a little worried about someone hurting themselves. Bunk beds. Take it away, gang. 
If you have um, a wrap, this is the time. A wrap about bunk right? beds. Uh, the bunk beds. We have bunk beds for Sam and Dylan. We got them... When they were young. When, when they were really little, yeah. Mm, and yeah. ours were not kid-friendly. Super high up. Okay. But it had like a nice railing on it. So you ki- the kid really couldn't fall out. I mean, we were okay, a little yeah. worried about it. But you would have had to really hurl your body over yeah. the here. Okay. Fall yeah. out. She did have to practice going up and down a lot because it was a little spooky for her at first. <laughs> um, but we, our girls loved it like so cute and if you want your kids to be besties it's like the best way because they just talk all night and have the best time and Aww. it's so cute it's that is super really cute sweet for kids to share the same room like yes salmon like they sleep better they they stayed in their bed better mm-hmm. they, they care were, about each other they're yeah. like like very um aware of what's going on in each other's lives. They have like these crazy conversations that you're like, yes. you're never going to have this conversation with mom and dad. Like <laughs> totally <laughs> sibling only that you hear on the monitor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. No, we're complete s- spies. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they'll say like, we got in a fight this morning, but then I said, sorry, and we're good now. And I'm like, well, I got to go back and listen to that fight. And so I'll go back and listen. To- oh yeah. This was totally a fight. There was like a little brawl. Yeah. They sorted it out. Um, okay, so bunk beds worked out well for you guys. We yes, love, but we you love should. Everyone needs to know bunk beds come in different sizes. There are like tall bunk beds. Like we bought bunk beds and went like they'll fit, and they were the biggest bunk beds in the world. We well, we made <laughs> this is I bought them on a whim on Wayfair. Like whatever, bunk beds are all the same. Yes. Totally. That's what I thought until I realized. Yeah, no. Ours are like for grown-ups. It was way too tall. <laughs> and the bottom bunk is a full size and the top oh. bunk is a twin. And um, so the whole thing was chaos. It was way too big for the room our girls were in. So we did it poorly, but it still worked out and was awesome. For so the record, imagine if you got them an appropriate size bed. Yes. Jenna <laughs> ordered them. Amazing. Had them delivered, took the kids and left for like a week. And I was like stuck with these really giant bunk beds in the foyer <laughs> trying to put them together. It was awesome. Um, so tell me about your decision to get a full on the bottom because I was also sort of tempted by that. Oh, I love that because my I thought it was cool because I thought, well, at some point we're going to split these beds up because that mm. was the whole thing is you could use this as a bunk bed or take them apart. And right. I thought like, you know, the kids get bigger. They'll want a bigger bed. So why not have a full size? And yeah. now we actually do have them split. We when we moved, we put we took the bunk beds apart mm-hmm. um, because Dylan was like getting very jealous of Sam being at the top bunk. Oh, it yeah. was like a whole thing. And their room now can accommodate both beds, whereas in, the, in our old house, we could never have split them. <laughs> and so um, now they're separate. But Dylan has recently said maybe Sam should get her own room and then Guy can sleep in the bottom bunk and I'll sleep at the top. Oh, she wants, she the, wants to, be, to be the big sister. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the other thing would be to just have two twin beds or like a twin bed and a toddler bed, but both on the bottom level. Yeah. 
that's not so i don't mean both on the bottom level i mean not i just mean two beds in a room i mean not bunk beds oh yeah 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 i just think it's fun for them to share a room even if it's just for a while Mm -hmm. i think it's a great bonding thing yeah yeah they don't like to like i mean one of it is we've even said like hey if you guys can't get along separate rooms and they're like no 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 please no please not my sister (laughs) and you're like okay all right okay Jeff, have you injured yourself in a bunk bed? Yeah, pretty recently. My uh, <laughs> my buddy that lives down in San Diego. His oh, you're serious? I laughed. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, thank you. And uh, that's how I got my third hernia. And when I go visit them, uh, their kid sleeps in their bed, and then I they say you can sleep in his bunk bed. <laughs> And it's the highest bunk bed I've ever seen in my life. And this kid's in like the fourth grade or something. And it's so precarious getting up and down there. Like, I I, I just want to say, I'll just sleep on the floor. I'm fine. This (laughs) thing is so high. It's crazy. (laughs) So I will say that is, that's the reality. If as a parent, you got to be ready to climb up into that bunk bed uh, because it will require, at some point you will be required to do that. And also if your child wets the bed, Oh, you're mm. you're you're changing. I didn't changing even think about the sheets that. In the middle of the night, ten feet up in not, whatever, eight feet up in the air is also not my favorite. While well, trying not to wake the kid that. below you. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm getting also, talked out of this. You will inevitably get in the bottom bunk because you're snuggling or you're help, like they're sad or get in mom get in bed with us and I'll get in and you will inevitably smack your head oh my goodness <laughs> so that's what oh. I was thinking about I was thinking <laughs> if I get the bunk beds for them versus getting Elliot like a full or something or even just a twin then is that going to inhibit snuggling in the bed because am I going to be like I'm not getting into the either of those beds <laughs> so especially well, if this is a low one it all sounds like it's it very not fun for the kids it's yeah. not for adults yes <laughs> they they make ones that like it's a ladder on one side and a slide on the next slide yeah. oh wow that is that's pretty cool. Yeah, we saw one of those at a furniture store once, and the girls were like, hold up, that exists? What are we yeah. doing? I just have to climb up and down. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> we don't love you as much. That's what <laughs> sorry. But I did I did spend some time in bunk beds as a kid, but they were kind of very army surplus bunk beds that were just all metal and springs and super squeaky and not comfortable, but... Um, there's something so fun about them when you're a kid. You just seem like bunk beds. Yeah. I, I don't party. Yeah. Jeff, the, the army ones don't even have a ladder, right? You just, what do you do? Just step on the person in the bottom bunk and throw your body javelin. Yeah. Your way you up? just, you just step on whatever metal stuff there is and huck yourself up to the top bunk. I feel like maybe the army isn't as luxurious as I think it is. Imagine. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay. Let's say hello and welcome to my new Patreon people. Give me a second. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. Sign up to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. Hello and welcome to George Ip. 
And by the way, George is at the level where he can text me and I can text him back. So, George, if you want to get, if you want to text me and text, get text back from me, find the, now you should be able to see all the, um, Patreon posts for that level. They should be unlocked for you. So find the phone number. But if you are having trouble finding it, just, uh, just uh, DM me or just communicate with me one of the various ways, and I will send that to you. Um, hello, and welcome to Renelle Bedell. She has uh, signed up, no, or converted. I believe she's converted to an annual subscription. Chrissy Rivera has converted to an annual subscription or just signed up for an annual. I can't tell from my own notes. Kathy Kay, welcome. Ashley Clayton, welcome. Brian Lynch has signed up for an annual subscription. That's what it is. The people with the arrows converted. And then Brian Lynch signed up for an annual subscription. You guys, clearly I'm worried about Daniel's bulge. And that is making me not take good notes. But anyway, hello, welcome. I hope everyone enjoys their new Patreon um, access and whatnot. Okay. Snuckulos. <laughs> um, so we've talked about bunk beds and hernias and grapes, but I feel like we haven't really dug into Jenna and Al and what's been going on with you guys. What's been going on with you guys? How's life? Yeah. What's been going on, Al? Uh, this is 2022. This is Jenna's year back. Oh, welcome back. So, Back, baby. 2021 was all about have a baby, move houses. I changed jobs. And it was like we did all the big three all at once. And now it's all about uh, Jenna. So she's got shows lined up. We're going to do one in Arizona, San Diego, maybe Northern California, one in Utah in March. So it's like we're we're doing stuff. We're trying to make things happen for this old lady. (laughs) And time. Her in Except case turds, of that's what I do, okay? Exactly. In case of 2020, her album that uh, we did during the pandemic, that's going to get released uh, this Thursday, the Ooh. 21st. Friday. Friday at 1 a.m. Friday, not Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow. Oh my uh, gosh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, we're like, you know, 2021 was a weird year. I got Al to be my hype man. He's pumping up all my stuff here. He's like, I'm on it. <laughs> Let's do this. So I'm trying to... I heard a lot of people at the end of 2021 that was like, don't say 2022 is is your year because you're going to jinx it and ruin it for everyone. (laughs) But I'm like, no, it is my year. This is happening. Okay, we're crawling out of whatever's been going on in these last two years. And we are trying to get things going again because I just can't take it anymore. You know, so time when are when are these shows? How soon? Uh, the the uh, we don't have dates yet, but we <laughs> they are. <laughs> These are self managed shows, so we've got yeah, to rent so the theater. Doing oh. Big theater shows, which is really exciting. Um, and um, yeah, I can't even talk right now. That's I am, the hype we're talking about. This Jenna. is the problem. Yes. I'm yes. like going in like 2022 is my year, but I am so brain dead <laughs> that I don't even know what's up or down at the moment but i'm i'm like I said, slowly coming back to life and we're making stuff happen in 2022 right. let we me had a budget planning meeting oh how put, fun i, I put there an excel spreadsheet. spreadsheet up on the tv and jenna had to pay attention the entire time how long did yeah. it last it was so it was long like a, 
You know, it was a it was a quick thirty five minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> now, is this a specifically a budget meeting regarding the Jenna Kim Jones Moss household, or is this regarding your twenty twenty two being your year in your career? JKJ comedy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta do forecasts. You gotta know, you know, what's your revenue gonna be? Can yeah. we afford these these investments we're gonna do? What do we got here? You know, can we rent the theater? Can we lay out some cash? We got so, it. We got it going on. It's going to be great. So Al just talks to you about. So Al talks to you about budget, and you listen. Is that how it goes, or do you also speak in these meetings? Oh no, I contribute absolutely. No, Jenna has all the input. I make Jenna's I in make, charge. Yeah, I make myself heard. I do a lot uh, of things like anyway. While I have your attention, can I just show you something here? If you could approve, <laughs> and she goes like, "That's fine, just show me." And I go anyway. The headline is ask. Can we do this? <laughs> I just well, let me just backtrack. I didn't. I hope I didn't. I hope that what I said didn't sound like Al's calling the shots or something. It's more like I know that Al is into numbers and Excel, and Jenna. I think it's not it's a surprise not. to anyone based on the way you, the expressions you were just making. This is, doesn't hold your interest. So I just didn't know how much you're involved in these meetings. No, I try to, I do try to follow along because then I don't have to like um, bother him later. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Bother. <laughs> or I, the reality is, as much as I don't like these conversations, I do like to know that I'm not like making terrible life choices for our business. Right. So it uh, it is good for me to hear all the numbers, see what we're doing, see the big picture. I just don't want to have to coordinate mm-hmm. all this stuff, which is great because Al likes to do it. So it's a great partnership. Um, but yeah, anybody listening, I'm, uh, I'm going to be out doing shows. So if you need a comedian, hit me up. Like, might this happen? I know that you don't have dates yet, but are we are we talking about spring? I think These it's going to be closer yeah. to the fall. We what the show we're doing? We're doing a big show in Arizona, and that one is uh, going to be filmed. And there's for another just, special. Yes, and it's there's a lot going into it. We even have like a producer. We're like Ooh. doing it for real. So it's um. I'm really excited. So that one is definitely in the fall. And then some of the other ones we'll just see when they happen. And um, I'm very yeah. excited. I'm nervous. I'm excited. But it is, I have to say, this year on the Chinese New Year, the Chinese Zodiac, it's the year of the tiger, which is your cat is my year. You were born in the year of the tiger? I'm just mm-hmm. a cat. Here, I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. Cat. <laughs> this is my year. I'm not jinxing it, everybody. We're not jinxing it. No, you're making it out there. And by the way, people people calling you out for potentially jinxing this year after the last two years, like <laughs> that's putting a lot of weight on you. It's like these years yeah. don't need you to jinx them. They're sort of coming up pre-jinxed. They totally are. You know, they it's, are. Not like, it's not like, oh, I stepped on the crack on the sidewalk. 2022 blows. Ah, oh, it was me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's not like this year's been real stellar yet. Exactly. Okay, so let's keep the positivity going yeah. so we make it great. Yeah. This year was awesome until Jenna got her hopes up about something. <laughs> that's what scuttled the whole thing. Yeah, I remember <laughs> Everything thinking, was just going great until then. I was choosing a seat on a plane, and I was like, Oh, row 13, that's bad luck. And then I thought, 
Well, if it's bad luck for me, it's bad luck for the entire plane. Like, there's no one <laughs> yeah. seat. And I'm sure someone is going to be like, no, actually, the statistics show that this particular part of the plane is da, 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 whatever. But basically, <laughs> it's like either everyone's good or they're not. So it doesn't really matter. Correct. Um, well, I'm if, excited if about that. If that row's unlucky, everyone's still dying. It's, you know. Yeah. Look on the bright now. side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're um, all coming with me. <laughs> I'm excited for this to be your year, Jenna. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm really, really trying to kick myself in the pants here and believe it as well. But it's this is it. Do you feel ready for a year to be yours? Because I, I don't. Like, I feel – I was thinking. I was thinking, what if someone, you know, said to me, you have to – or you get to be on a show – and it's going to be like at Largo or something. And I was just thinking the steps that would have to happen between me as I stand now, just a unkempt blob, <laughs> emotionally and physically, and like being ready to be seen by human beings. And really, I'm making it sound like um, like I've like grown a tail or I have like webbed legs or something like I'm it's it's really not that I just feel so not ready to be part of real life right now mm-hmm. I don't know what it is no I feel that way too like completely I told Al a week or two ago like I have zero motivation I yes. like all I want to do is make this a great year and yet here I am like how do I even take that first step to open my laptop, to, to do this the right way to like, anyway, I feel that so intensely, but if I, I don't know, I guess you just like a one day at a time thing or like, it really is, or like just accept that something great could happen and you might have to like get it together. I don't know. Cause this has been a drag of a January. Holy cow. You need, you need a custom auto, a custom auto for Mike Tyson. The, the manager coach that's just like, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, top of the food chain, get him. That's, and that's what I try to do for Jenna, and then she tells me to stop. Wait, what's Speaking his name? Dog. Customato. Oh, I thought you said a custom model, and I'm like, no, I don't know what, no. I, would, I would like that. He was like, uh, Jeff, you know who he is? No, I don't. Oh, he was like Mike Tyson's first coach. He was this old guy, he like pulled him off the streets, he showed him how to be a boxer, gave him coaching, and he thought like, why is this guy telling me I'm great? He's telling me I look good. Like, what's his problem? Is he, is he like trying to come on to me or something? And then I realized that was like the boxing mentality. And when Customato died, then, uh, then what's his name took over, uh, Don King. And that's mm-hmm. when Mike Tyson chose a different path. Yeah. But, uh, but like I always, his story is crazy interesting and you need a Customato that says like, you're beautiful. You can do this. So you believe it. And then you go out and you're a great fighter because you got to have that I confidence. need you, that. Where do I get one? Man. I know. You got to get, tell Daniel to fix his hernia and get it together for you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Check because- out the garage. Oh, yeah. It's a big garage. Get, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> that yeah. is still one of my favorite Daniel moments of all we time. We still that laugh drop. about it. Uh, we talk about it because you're like, remember when Daniel was so annoyed? I feel that so intensely sometimes. <laughs> Do you remember when you guys gave him a pazuki with nails written on it? Nails. <laughs> or was it was it like a giant yeah, pizza it was, cookie? It was a giant yeah. cookie, right? <laughs> yeah. For his birthday, uh, I think. 
Yeah. Nails. In fact. <laughs> Try it out. I think you like it. <laughs> when he brought me in to look at his hernia, the first thing I pointed out was that his thumb looks kind of like irritated from where he's been <laughs> nibbling on his nail. I think he was like, could you focus? <laughs> oh, my gosh, you guys. Speaking of things that are delicious, I want to tell you about Green Chef. Uh, green Chef is a meal kit. Enjoy your greens while being green. Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. Um, so they have like tons of great options for every lifestyle, including keto and paleo, vegan, vegetarian, fast and fit, Mediterranean, and gluten-free, whether you're looking for carb-conscious, gluten-free, plant-based, or calorie-conscious options, or you just want to have a delicious balanced dish, Green Chef has flavorful, good-for-you recipes that are sure to satisfy. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Green Chef and also uh, Hello Fresh. And Green Chef is owned by Hello Fresh, so I like to toggle back and forth between both of them. They're both great. They both uh, they're just great when you don't want to deal with the hassle of going to the grocery store, potentially getting grapes with seeds. They would not send that to you. Um, go to greenchef.com/bestfriend130 and use code bestfriend130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Again, greenchef.com/bestfriend130. So bestfriend130 and use code bestfriend130 to get $130 off plus free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Okay. So 2022 is going to be your year, but we were talking about a little bit before we started and then I I opened with just feeling like I'm feeling kind of blasé and a little depressed and aimless right now. And Mm -hmm. I think for me, and I know that some of it is just that's January, like after the holidays, it's kind of January. What are you, what are you looking forward to? Blah, blah, blah. But I think also it's like where we are in the pandemic, feeling like we're back here again, um, I started hearing some people saying things like this might be like the last gasp of this, like COVID is, is going to be here to stay, but this is like the last, you know, big one, thing that's going to keep us inside. I don't, I don't, I don't know where they're getting that, but I really want to believe that. I was really like, if this is the last of it, if it could possibly be, then I could feel happy again. But I don't know. I think it's just the like, not knowing what to expect, not just the, and again, this is not, you know, compared to like true illness, this is not a big deal at all. But thinking like, okay, well, you know, most of the days, like we're just in our house. It's that again of like just the sameness. But really, we could be doing stuff where we go outside. Like we could go to Desconso Gardens. I love Desconso Gardens. But am I, anywhere we go that's outside, am I going to need to use the bathroom? Yes, I am. And so then it's like, well, do I feel safe doing that? And just, I'm just so tired of having to think about all of this. I think that's making me sad. And just everything. Yeah. It adds up. There's a, there's a cumulative effect to it of just, even if you're, I mean, you're well and you're relatively safe, but just having to think of, have that, have that thought of that. There's a fear, there's a fear of a thing that's like two steps away from me to always have to have that on your mind. It just wears on you. Yeah. I'm just tired of having to always, I just miss the ease of life before. I know that's not an original thing to 
feel or say, but oh, yeah, no, I know. I totally feel that if COVID is here to stay, though, right? These variants get milder and milder or whatever happens. I don't understand the science, but say that is when do you start to make that transition in your brain? Because at some point you have to do that, too. Right. Just go. Yeah, I think I think at some point it is just a decision you make that like I am just going, but I'm not there yet. Mm. But I don't know when I will be. I don't know. Yeah, I know. January stinks. I think that's really what it comes down to. Mostly for me, it's like I just like New Year's resolutions are dumb and I want to make (laughs) them and keep them. But do I or should I just make make my own goals and not call them New Year's resolutions? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Did you make some, though? I mean, I feel like all my career stuff is good enough. It's like everything else. I started bar classes again. Good. So that's something I did. You learned to mix a- drinks? Yes. <laughs> Mocktails only, though. <laughs> it's a heck of a month to be born in. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. Poor Al. He has a birthday the first week of January. Oh, how many combination Christmas birthday presents have you got? So everyone's like, oh, everyone goes host, like, yeah. even in my own family, like, we just took care of you for Christmas, right? And you're like, here's the stuffed animal. And you're like, yes, that's okay. All right. You just had a birthday? Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. How did oh, I miss you. this? I'm sorry. Happy oh, I don't, birthday. I don't ever tell anybody my birthday. Don't talk about yeah, it. I'm the one who spills the beans on Al's yeah. birthday. But he, so it is, I will say, and I'm so sorry, Alan, but oh, no, it please. is just the worst time because it's that first week back after Christmas. You feel terrible because you ate bad stuff. And so you're like feeling kind of blah and you don't want to. You're back at work. You're like trying to eat better. You're going back to work. And then suddenly it's like, oh, it's your birthday. Do you want a cake? Do we have to like do that? You know I mean? cake? I right, everyone it. resents you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then you show up back at work. You're like, anyway, can I have another day off? And they're like, you just got back. And you're like, it's my birthday. <laughs> and they're like, uh. and it, so you just. Yeah. Yeah. But what was cool was when I was in Uruguay, my birthday is is a holiday in a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I would tell people my birthday, they say, oh. King's Day or Los uh, Dia de los Reyes, Reyes Magos, and you go like, "Oh yeah, that's a great day. Oh, that's so awesome." But yeah. in the U.S., they're like, Puh. "Wait, so. what is King's Day though? Is January that like six? It's like when they celebrate when the, the wise. Uh, men. Yeah, it's when the wise right? men came. Yeah, because isn't there a king? Oh. Well, there's the king cake. What am I thinking of? Indoor. King cake is Mardi Gras. Got it's it. Mardi Gras. Yeah. But yeah, kings. It's like the. It's like when the three wise men supposedly showed up to jesus whatever and so a lot of times your christmas celebrations go from like christmas to king's day oh it's a nice holiday yeah yeah it was the new year's blues so i don't i'm not against it (laughs) well it is funny that january is such a bummer month but it starts out with like the greatest day you know new year's eve and oh well boy it's january 1st and everybody goes crazy and then like it just it's it's this total turkey month every year. Like, what is everybody so excited for on New Year's Eve? Like, you're rolling over <laughs> into slush. Like, oh, great. Oh, this is- yeah. <laughs> Uncork the champagne. All right, boy. And then I last know. year, there was a huge capital ins- insurrection on the birthday. Oh, and yeah. It was like, it was everybody was like, today is terrible. So now- <laughs> Let's condemn January 6th. Infamy. Like- Alec cannot win on his birthday. It is so yeah. bad. I know. <laughs> 
Well, now I'll never forget when your birthday is. Just like my <laughs> people I know who are born on September 11th, I'll never forget. Yes. You know why I didn't know, Al? Because <laughs> sometime in years past, I believe you've posted, and I know you're not Mr. Social Media anymore, yeah. but you've posted a text chain between you and someone who always wishes you a happy birthday, but like only communicates with you on your oh, birthday, right? They, they didn't do it this year. What? I know. I know. Because you posted it. I probably, <laughs> it's probably some close friend that you've never responded to who <laughs> sent you happy birthday every year. Probably. Probably. Cut me out. But the, res- the appropriate response to that is not to no longer wish you happy birthday. It's just to break it up with like a, you know, half birthday. Yeah, hey, hello. happy President's Day. You know, also happy yeah, birthday. Anything. Yeah. Memorial Day. Sure. July 4th. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. When someone sets up a tradition like that, they got to keep it up. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure someone emailed you on your birthday, like the dentist or like you know, yeah, the like Taco Bell or something. Wayfair. dot com. Yeah. Like it's your birthday. You're like, oh, he remembered. I actually got an email from a store this year on my half birthday. Ooh, said here's your half birthday discount, and I said, this is a reach, guys. I mean, okay, I'll take it, but this feels weird. Who was it? Do you remember? It was, was it like, like uh, Ann Taylor or something like I mean, it was some really like, what are we doing? Why? Don't <laughs> right. pay attention to me this much. <laughs> Sometimes I'll forget my half birthday, which, and I think I've, I've shared a number of times on this show, cover your ears, Mormons, was when I lost my virginity too. So it's a, you know, a real banner day. And sometimes I'll forget and I'm like, I'm so old. I have a friend whose half birthday is a bigger celebration than her real birthday. So I'm very good at remembering her half birthday. She but has- then I often forget her real birthday. <laughs> Wait, she has decided it should yeah. be. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like, how does it that falls work? Kind of in those winter months. And I think she goes like, this is more fun. I need something fun in the winter. I like people who are like captains of their own domain, that master <laughs> of their own ship, you know? Yeah. I feel like life's just happening to me lately. Well, and here I am. I remember her half birthday. I mean, she's really stood out in my mind, you know? Yeah. Right. Because everyone's doing one thing. She's doing this other thing. Exactly. So then I, I send her my yearly happy birthday text. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> Here's a question. Uh, and I think in sharing this, it'll probably, the audience will be able to figure out who it is, but that's okay. Um, okay. So someone got married. It's coming on a year. And this rule where you have a year to give them a wedding gift, I it, it I like it because I like I always like having extra time, but I don't like it in the sense that I feel like it should just be like you got to give it to them on the occasion, or else it's it makes it very easy to like forget and never do it. Okay, Definitely. so we're coming on a year now, and also now this person has announced their pregnancy. So do I just go back and give her a traditional wedding gift, though? Or do I... I don't even know if her registry is still up. I should just give, like, money or something. Yeah. Ooh. And then uh, something right? baby-ish. Just double double it up. Then they'll, okay. like, you know, I, the win. Yeah. If you, like, gave cash and said wedding plus baby, I'd go, like, cool. You're this all right. This is awesome. Right. Yeah. Because okay. it feels okay. So not so. So don't go find their registry and give them like, oh, I noticed someone didn't give you this pan or something. I wouldn't. Yeah. No, no. They were so dumb. 
when they were doing that registry. <laughs> that is so dumb. And then they you get young. married, you figure out what it young. actually is. And yeah. You're like, oh, that was so dumb. So many dumb things on the registry. That's my opinion. Well, speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> what did yeah. you guys put on your registry that you wish you every hadn't? dumb thing? <laughs> we had every like weird gadget like yeah and people were nice and they gave us what we asked for in our registry and i'm like why are they so nice they should have said this is a dumb thing you're never gonna use <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm you big dumb idiots you. yeah honestly it just and like we moved into like an 800 square foot apartment and we had nothing but like crate and barrel dishes and you go like what am i what am i doing with these this is not what we do what are we doing why do we have a deep fryer and two different crock pots and the and- biggest regret the biggest regret was that we had this awesome bowl that's supposed to hold chips and some kind of dip and oh a chip and dip most people well no it was from like crate and barrel but most okay. people would say so it's a serving cute. dish I'll have it but i said this is really like a single portion that you would take to the tv <laughs> and we only got one of them we don't oh. have no we i know we went we back we tried to it. get a second one just always buying multiples okay just people? realize at some point you're going to give up you're going to be on the couch watching the bachelorette with your wife and you need to make sure that's the most comfortable and easy experience ever by yeah. having yeah did you did you yeah. guys get like fine china or anything like that do people even still do that no no we, yeah we don't Maybe have they that either that, but yeah. we don't yeah I'm sure there there are people hanging on to those like wedding traditions, but mm-hmm. we kind of like didn't do hardly any of them, any any of the traditions. Yeah. We grew up with like the, this is the thing that they use to cut the cake with my parents' wedding and serve. It's like the cake server. Yeah. Whatever. And why did we keep that for 25 years and talk <laughs> about it? And like, don't use it. It's the wedding one. And you're like, <laughs> it's for cake. Just cut it. I don't know. Yes. Someone has to get married if it gets used. My yeah, parents, right? My parents have a special uh, knife that they use to cut their cake. That's like engraved. Mm-hmm. That Daniel and I used at our wedding, but we don't. We st- nowadays, were we to receive a cake or a pie, we're pretty sol. We just have like a knife, and it's a whole thing. Yeah. How do you manage? Yeah, you have no <laughs> idea. We barely do. Um, I think we should do uh iTunes comment of the week Ooh. Allison wants your iTunes comments Allison wants them yes she does please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars Allison Rosen comma goddess <laughs> I didn't from, write this myself you guys <laughs> from Lager Th- Lager Teresa yes Lager Teresa Allison Rosen is a goddess She's brilliant and hilarious, strong yet vulnerable, and beautiful from the inside out. It's my her, customata. Her yes, customato. Whatever. <laughs> or a custom motto. <laughs> her sweetheart takes criticism more seriously than she should. Her sweetheart <laughs> takes criticism more seriously than she should. Because her haters are jerk face a-holes. ARI YNBF explores lighthearted topics in a serious way. And serious topics in a lighthearted way. She really hits the perfect spot. Strongest recommendation for this podcast and Allison Rosen in general. P.S. Jordan Morris is my favorite guest. Thank you. 
But listen, not everything is so positive. Now, usually... (laughs) Ray, usually I have Daniel read the negative one. Uh, He is not here right now because his insides are poking through his muscle wall. That's not why, but that's also happening. Um, So I'm going to read it, but I'm tempted to have him re-record it and have Jeff put it in. Do it. Yeah! <laughs> Want Help in the Shower by Mr. Rip Depsipadero. If you struggle in the shower or you don't know how to answer the doorbell when you need to listen to Allison, her jackass <laughs> self-centered husband, and assorted loser friends, do I use bar soap? Which parts of my body do I wash? Now or later? Washcloth? Did I just hear a doorbell? Should I finish my email and then answer the door? Should the person wait at the door? What if I don't know the person at the door? All good stuff. Really good stuff. Tune in if you struggle with these difficult questions. Or maybe you don't. Maybe you already figured out the shower and the doorbell. Maybe the doorbell and the shower don't confuse you. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) One star! Listen... (laughs) This person sends in a lot of comments and I have already, and I know I, I, I should not feed the trolls, but I've made a plea to this person because they listen to every single thing I do. Clearly they're a fan. Say what you want, but just give a few more than like, how about five stars? How about a terrible review, but five stars? That would help the show. But you're hurting the show that you clearly love. Right. The end. The end. The yeah. end. Signed, sealed, delivered. The end. Um, listen, if you like what you're hearing or hate it, whatever, leave us a, a review. Five stars, please, on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show. I just discovered you can review podcasts on Spotify as well. You can rate them. I mean, I don't think you can like submit a review. You can submit a rating. So wherever you're listening, how about a rating, please? My God, I just saw the time. Um, Yeah, no worries, exclamation point. But there are worries. (laughs) You guys, it was so nice catching up with you. I'm excited for this to be year of Jenna. I'm excited to tell Daniel that he has to be my customato. Customado. Custom auto. C U S S. Let me look him up here. Okay. C U S D apostrophe A M A T O. Okay. Quants. Well, I'm excited for, to tell Daniel that that's what that, that's who he can be. Um, check out my other shows: Childish and Upworthy Weekly. Communicate with us at uh, Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. That's where you send your just me or everyone's. And by the way, so Topic Sombrero was a segment that I did ages ago and people would submit topics. And I recently found some topics. So we have some ancient, just ancient topics for Topic Sombrero uh, that I thought we could redo. I said redo, but we could do on one on a show coming up. So just know that's happening in 2022, the year of Jenna. Uh, and um, yeah, Jenna, where might we find you? 
Ooh, you can find me at Jenna Kim Jones everywhere on social media. And you should come do that. Not everywhere. I'm not on TikTok. Don't come for me there. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I don't want to be there. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Jenna Kim Jones. Come talk to me and follow me for all these fun updates for it's just going to be a great year. And uh, you should also absolutely check out our podcast. Couple friends. If you need a little, you know, just a little fun in your life, a couple of couple friends who will just cheer you up. Couplefriendspodcast.com and wherever podcasts are. Couple friends. Nice. Al? I'm at the hashtag Al. And uh, I'm going to post in 2022 at least once. So look out for that. Wow. I can't wait. Speak it, dog. Oh, and if you're on Spotify, go uh, like Jenna Kim Jones on Spotify. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what does that do? It just oh. helps your profile and you get yeah. like my stuff updated maybe. I don't know. Yeah, like like me too. Is Can they yeah. like podcasts? I assume Probably. so. Yeah. You get like algorithms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like all of us. Go find all of us and yeah. like all of us, please. Jeff, what about you? You can find me at Colonel Jeff Fox on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out a brand new episode of The Bad Dates Show, which just dropped with Susan Yegley, the lovely actress from Parks and Rec. She talks about a first date where a guy shows up with no shirt on and a fistful of coupons. And Wayne Fetterman, awesome oh, comedian, like he tells the story of just a complete gut punch first date. It's just... I can't say anything about it to spoil it, but it's just a gut punch. And then Brendan Smith tells a story about being out on a great first date when he eats some soup that gives him the oopsies, if you follow my meaning. And you want to hear all the details? Check it out at thebaddateshow.com. Oh, no. The oopsies. The oopsies. (laughs) And I realized something I forgot to mention when I was doing my hard sell for Patreon. I forgot to mention that you can see this video. You can see all of our beautiful faces. Um, Videos of the Thursday group show. Thursday show. What am I saying? Okay. You guys, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Alice and Rosen show? 